As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Listen, we stuff this podcast with ads like Jonathan Sullivan used to stuff his face with hot dogs during the pregame for Saints games. If you don't like the ads, sign up and become a patron today. Patrons get access to this podcast ad free. No ads ever. And they get the booze bundle welcome box Four swag items, amazing, and a Saints player card, and you get access to the Discord channel. Why wouldn't you do it? It's 10 bucks. You're practically making money. So do it today. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up to become a patron. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. I need to start the show by apologizing to our Polish KGB intern, Thomas I had to redo Kevin's stream. I stacked it wrong. I know the open looked terrible on YouTube, Thomas. I know you've told me a thousand times how to stack the shit in OSB. I did it wrong again. I apologize. Uh, hey, everybody. Merry Christmas. The Saints won the South fourth straight year. Uh, Kamara went out and scored a bunch of touchdowns. I'm playing this sound, but again, because it delights me so. One, two. Three, four, five, six, six. <laughs> I love that soundbite so much. And as somebody said on Twitter, Dave, you can't lose to the Vikings in the playoffs if you eliminate them from playoff contention. Ribble meme. <laughs> Guy touching his temple, his forehead. So we've had a day to – a couple days to digest the Saints lovely Christmas win and all that have we changed our opinion of uh, what they should do as far as resting people and that sort of thing Uh, Kevin I'll start with you because you watch the tape you know all the scenarios and all that do you think the Saints should rest people next week What's the stat? Let's see. Well, Green Bay is currently winning. Um, I honestly thought they were going to rest people on Friday. So the fact that they didn't surprise me. So I guess now that they won. I mean, again, I'm inclined to think they're going to rest people. But we already see what 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 my thoughts on that matter are, uh, how, how that comes to fruition. So I don't, maybe they're not going to rest anybody. Maybe Drew Brees will come out and play the first half, and then they'll, they'll, they'll put Jameis in in the second half just to uh, give the guys some reps. 
Well, Andrew, does the rest does it change your the does it does does because they had breaking news. I won't play it because it's not Saints breaking news, but it is major breaking news in the fact that the Rams, Jared Goff, they think he broke his thumb. He's probably not going to play. They have some dude as their backup quarterback. I have never heard of in my fucking life, and he's got to play against Arizona. The Rams could still miss if. Arizona beats them and the Bears beat the Packers. But if you're the Saints, like with the Rams and Arizona and Chicago as the bottom teams, does it really matter if you're two or three? Because like playing the Rams with golf, like that's kind of scary because their defense is good. Playing the Rams with golf, without golf and a quarterback we've never heard of, like that might be kind of appealing if you're three versus six. So, um, does that does the does the the Rams injuries or what happened today does it change Sean Payton's theory, thinking you think or are the Saints going to play it out and try to go and try to get to twelve and four? Well, if Philly is any indication, uh, how the Saints do against the quarterback they have no tape on, it's not necessarily a good thing. Um, just kidding, but uh, no, I I think being two versus three it doesn't matter and it does this this is where it gets really challenging and confusing i think to really have a good plan because look if the packers lose you want to host in new orleans ideally and if you're the two seed you have a higher degree chance of doing that and and as the two seed you certainly at minimum get to host up until the nfc championship so there's still value in having that spot uh, having no fans obviously mitigates that advantage, but not going out to the West Coast, in my opinion, is still something you want to strive for. Dave, you- okay, but all this is ridiculous though because uh, let's let's go ahead and assume that the Packers win tonight, which it looks like they're going to. Devonte Adams just yeah. scored his third touchdown. Uh, he's coming after Kamara. He's coming after Kamara. He's got another three to go. Um, so that that puts uh, that puts the Packers at twelve and three, the Seahawks at eleven and four, Saints at eleven and four. Um, next week, if the Saints and the Seahawks win and the Packers lose, I mean, basically, if all three of those teams finish at twelve and four, uh, Saints get the first round first place and they get the first round by. So I mean, they still have something to play for, even if the Packers lose tonight. Even if the Packers win tonight, if the Packers lose tonight, even more to play for, because even more of a possibility of that potentially happening. But, but regardless of what happens tonight here at Lambeau, uh, you've you've got to play. You've got to play for that first round bye. You have a shot at it. No, yeah, you're. I think I think that I think that's right. I mean, I I think it's the bottom line is you need the Bears to beat the Packers to have a shot, and you also need it's Seattle slim. to win. Yeah, it's slim, uh, you but... know, but but look, the Bears, they win and they're in. They're playing for a playoff spot. And if they lose to the Packers, they're out. And so fortunately got, for us, the Bears have been gonna... playing pretty decent the last couple of weeks. They're yeah, surprised, surprised. He's been playing decent ball. Yep. And, you know, they're going to give the Packers their best shot because they have no other choice. They're playing for their playoff lives. So uh, I, yeah, I've long been a proponent of bench everyone, get healthy. But I think Dave is right. Unfortunately, I, I think you have to play your guys and you have to try to get this W. You know, as far as the Minnesota game goes, um, 
the the offense, Minnesota's defense was just a bomb. Like they were, I did not realize how injured. I mean, I knew they were injured to a certain extent. I did not realize that they are just like a burning trash pile, and they had like no, they have, they had no hope of stop. Like the Saints, literally, the only way they were losing that game, they could, the Saints probably could have turned the ball over twice more and still won. Like that's how bad Minnesota's defense was, Dave. So I didn't. You know how we freak out about Craig Robertson playing linebacker sometimes. It, it was like both of their linebackers were Trey Robert, Craig Robertson, and their fronts and their defensive line. Yeah. Like they. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like Forge FX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And they had a corner that was a UDFA. Like their their whole defense was a mess. But that said, how do you how do you judge it? Uh, um, how do you judge the Saints' performance? Look, Alvin Kamara. We'll get to him in a second. But how do you judge the rest of it, uh, Dave? How do you when you, when they're just playing a defense that was so bad? I mean, Armstead was blocking people into the stands, literally. Like so, how do, I mean, how do you how do you judge I, this? I, 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 I don't know if it's as bad as like the Denver game where you know they're playing a, <laughs> a, a eighth string quarterback that's never played before. Uh, but I, yeah. I do think you've got to take it with a grain of salt. Uh, you know you can't you can't say oh well look what uh, you know look what the Saints offense did to the Packers. Uh, I mean to the uh, to the Vikings. So you know they're definitely going to do that uh, against. Uh, you know, I don't know who's got a good defense in the NFC these days. I don't the Rams. Know. Uh, I don't know. I'll, <laughs> the see, Bears, maybe? I'll see the Saints. Saints the Bears, have one maybe? of the better defenses. Uh, but I mean, regardless, yeah, you you, it, you you can't compare. I think I think it would be comparing apples and oranges. Um, so, but but you know, like we said, like I said on Friday on Christmas Day, I mean, I was at least happy to see the fact that the Saints could. Uh, when given the opportunity, they could take over a game. They could put up a bunch of points. Uh, you know, they could get their act together. Um, so, you know, that, that's I'm 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 fairly optimistic at this point. I'm fairly optimistic. Where does six touchdowns on Christmas Day, Kevin? Where does it rank an iconic? Saints regular season performances. I feel like this one is going to be a Mount Rushmore one. Like, we'll remember this one. Like, this one will be forever. Phone's muted. So, are you talking team wise or are we talking just I'm talking like, for the Camaro I'm talking thing? like individual performance. Well, individual performance. He tied a guy who fucking scored six. When 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 you could probably punch motherfuckers at, at, at the at the line of scrimmage. I mean, they they were wearing uh, catcher's mitts for helmets for Christ's sake. 
Like, that is true. You look at you true. look at the the team photos <laughs> when that last guy scored six in a game. It's a bunch of guys that look like me, you, Dave, and Juge. If you catch my fucking drift, <laughs> fucking Camara scores six on grown ass professional athletes they who hit, are in tip top physical condition. They had big uh, penises. Is that what you were saying? Yes. Many big penises Alvin Kamara ran over, Dave. I mean, you just you mentioned all of our names, so I just assumed that's what you were talking about. Football is in full effect, with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. If you were trying to think of like iconic Saints performances, you would say like Breeze against the Patriots Monday night. Um, Maybe the Saints against the the Cowboys in prime time when yeah, Carney, uh, Carney with the three touchdowns. Um, Deuce had like Drew Breeze with the seven touchdown passes. Oh yeah, against, against the, the Giants. Giants. Um, George Rogers had two hundred twenty-five yards rushing one time against the Cardinals. Um, Ruben Mays had 200 yards against the, the Dolphins one time. Um, I mean, I think it's got to be it's got to be up there. I, you know, the fact that it was on Christmas Day and everybody's yeah. at home with their family and watching it, I think that gives it a little more uh, je ne sais quoi or whatever you want to say. Uh, did I say that correctly, Andrew? You did. You did. Oh wow. Okay, great. Um, I uh, yeah, I think that makes it a little more special in a way. Just. Uh, uh, but and also the fact that this game gives the Saints the division win, uh, so I, I think it's Four it's up there. Straight. I don't know. Division. I mean, titles. how else could you say? I, I I would ask besides the breeze. If you're just talking about individual performances in a game, what could possibly top this? I mean, I maybe mean, breeze's seven touchdowns against the Giants. I mean, you got individual plays, right? Like you've got yeah. Uh, ambush. You've got Tracy Porter with uh, the picks. You've got yeah. uh, Steve, you got Steve Gleason. You got Tom Dempsey. I mean, you got you have individual plays. But when you talk about performance over the course of an entire game, yeah. the Saints don't have like a Derek Thomas seven sack performance. They don't have. Uh, I mean, maybe you could talk about Tyrone Hughes. I think he returned two kickoffs for a touchdown in one game. Michael yeah. Lewis did that. I think yeah. they do but, have. But you know what? They do have the little Jordan touchdown game. They do have that. <laughs> same game? At, no, not same game. Sorry. Previous it game. all blurs together. Uh, no, no. I, 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 Ralph, I think if, if we're talking all-time individual performances over the course of an entire game, so not just one play, it's absolutely in the Mount Rushmore. All-time. I don't know. I don't know. You've got, you've got like two Drew Brees games on there. You've got like... Well, Didn't his ever... seven, his seven touchdown against the Giants, that's yeah. got to be one. Okay, and then there was one recently. Didn't he have a perfect game? Didn't he have a hundred and fifty? There did. was where yeah. he he missed like two passes. There were like he yeah, was like a Colts game last year, where he like yeah, that yeah. could be that's got that you got to put that, that on there. there. That's in the discussion, yeah. So that's two yeah. out of the four spots right there. If you go, if we include playoffs, the Super Bowl, he was pretty perfect in the second half 
against the Colts. Deuce I mean, against the I, Eagles again, in the I playoffs. I just want to point out that no one in the entire league has done this in a century. <laughs> right. No, I, no, I'm not. Yeah, and, what about Michael Thomas? What was Michael Thomas's like greatest game? No yeah. one has done this in a century. Okay, but Michael does, Thomas in is... the entire league. <laughs> does here's a here's a question for you, Kevin. Does Sean Payton have his hashtag we make the rules pal energy back? Because he kind of screwed up when he let Taysom score and then the Saints got the ball say, back. Can we can we... Can we talk about how he fucked up and we should have had seven? Yeah, he should have had seven. But, I mean, like, that was hashtag we make the rules. The Saints were up two scores and throwing the ball to Troutman to make sure they could get Alvin Kamara another score. Like, so is Sean Payton hashtag we make the rules, pal, dick back in full force? Everybody hates him, but we love him. I mean, look, somebody on Twitter said it. it, That's, like – when when they were posting the post game locker room video of Sean Payton dancing, and it's yeah. like that's our asshole head coach, and we love him. So yeah, I I think he's back. Yeah. If Sean Payton's doing some awkward <laughs> white guy four four cocktails into a wedding reception dance in a locker room of grown men, uh, yeah, he's back. <laughs> I I'm say, looking forward to seeing what happens. One of them. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what happens. One of the. Did you guys see the Steelers dancing in the locker room with no masks? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm anticipating the league finding them a significant amount, docking them a first-round draft pick, and uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that'll happen. That'll happen ne- second Tuesday or next week. Uh, with bated uh, breath. I didn't – I forget every time the Saints play Minnesota how much Minnesota fans fucking hate every – Thing about the Saints, and they're still not over 2009. And and they flooded my the Saints Happy Hour email with angry emails, and they just hate the Saints and Sean Payton. And I tweeted the gif at them of from Mad Men, where uh, the guy in the elevator says, "I feel bad for you," and John Hamm is like. I don't think about you at all. Like, <laughs> it's not our fault, Minnesota, that your biggest win of the last 45, 50 years it is, is a divisional playoff round game. Again, where you got lucky against the Saints. Well, it's not it, our fault it, it, that it, 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 Adrian Peterson fumbled a dozen times in the NFC Championship game. They are bitter, and I forgot about Andrew. I just forget how much they hate everything about the Saints. And to beat them and to put them out of playoff contention, it was delightful on Christmas. It's also not our fucking fault that Brett Favre was an old sack of shit (laughs) who bruises easily because these assholes are sharing photos of Brett Favre all bruised up. Oh, my God. Look at what they did to poor Brett Favre. Brett Favre can go fuck himself. Quarterbacks get fucking sacked. They get hit. They get banged up. Drew Brees fucking played a, finished a goddamn series with how many fucking broken ribs 11. and a punched fucking lung? Brett Favre can go fuck himself. And anybody who wants to defend Brett Favre can go fuck themselves. The motherfucker was gunslinging it around all season long in that magical 2009 season. It got the NFC Championship game. And then, true to fucking form, Brett Favre fucking blew it. By throwing across his body, throwing across the field, and Tracy motherfucking Porter put a goddamn exclamation point on that asshole's career. All right? You can all go fuck off. 
You can all fuck <laughs> off. You got the fucking miraculous catch two years ago against the Saints. That's the best. That should have been it for you. That should have been it for you. The Saints were fucking. We were all pissed. But you know what? We said, ah, you know, that's the fucking game. That that shit fucking happens. Yeah. It fucking happens. It sucks, but ran- it fucking happens. If your ab- child abusing fucking running back could actually hang on to a, a motherfucking football like he hangs on to a goddamn switch when he's beating his kid in the testicles, we wouldn't be having this fucking discussion. You motherfuckers, go defend that asshole. Let's see, you got a quarterback that sends his fucking shriveled up pud to a goddamn sideline reporter, and you got a child abusing running back that's beating his fucking kid and riding a camel to a motherfucking birthday party. You can all fuck off, and then you you, you have your fucking city and your state hand your goddamn horrific fucking owner Hundreds of millions of dollars in a goddamn boondoggle to build a fucking shit show of a football stadium. Get fucked. I Get for- fucked. I forgot about the camel. I was about to say, I would like to hear more about this camel. Yeah, he I'm had a birthday. He had like a $250,000 birthday where he rode a camel in. I forgot about it. He rode a camel into a birthday party. I don't know if it was one of his kids' birthday parties or if it was, no, or it was, if it was one of his own. He rode a fucking camel to a birthday party. One hump or two humps? I'll find out. Hang on. Right. Adrian, I'm going to Google it. Adrian Peterson camel. I'm I'm a little disappointed that rant didn't include the Brett Favre dick pic. He uh, did. It, it did. He it talked did. about. He scribbled up pud. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I loved it. I didn't There's realize like I was going to get Kevin uh, Kevin so fired up on a Sunday night, but it was delightful. It was what? It was a one hump camel. A one hump camel. Wow! Yeah. I can't believe <laughs> you could actually look that up. <laughs> he's dressed like he's. He's dressed like he walked out of Aladdin. <laughs> I mean, Kate Sports is fuck. You know, he'll hit his fucking kids in the dick with a fucking stick. Oh, but he'll ride a camel and dress all fancy. What a fucking idiot! No wonder he's broke. Dad. And what still, a great dad. And, and still play. And still play. Asshole, this we guy. Should, we, we should, we should sign that guy and then yeah. trade him for. Good, for totally. It would totally make things great. <laughs> you know, I just want to say, I want to point out once again that that really came full circle in the sense that, yes, we acquired him, but then we traded him for a pick. So it was kind of like the 180 for Kevin. And who did we get yeah. for that pick? <laughs> That's a good question. Don't matter. Don't matter. They could have given us fucking leftover French fries and I'd have taken that goddamn oh, deal. Man. It does. It does come full circle. Um I have to say, you know, before the Jared, um, before the Jared Goff news of breaking his thumb, I was convinced that the media, Dave, was going to be all the Saints are going to uh, be the be the, the the first favorite team in the playoffs to lose because Drew Brees looks old, his arm is shot, and uh, I was getting uh, DMs from a Bomani Jones on this exact topic. So I felt good about it. I was like, every media person is going to pick the Saints to lose in the first round because Drew Brees looks old. They think he's washed. But now Goff is have the broken hand. So I think – but then again, the Rams probably wouldn't be a favorite anyway. Um, but – 
uh, are I'm excited that everybody's going to doubt the Saints, or at least I was. Are you still as excited about that possibility as I am? I just I love the fact that the Saints are not going to be a favorite going into this these playoffs. I mean, I think there's some truth to that. I think even if like even if the Saints manage to get the first seed and get the first round by, I think there would be a perception among most in the national media that uh, you know that that we lucked into it or that we backed into it because yeah. obviously it would require Green Bay to lose to Chicago. Um, uh, but yeah, and and I, I think uh, I, I think the Saints always historically they have always played better uh, as an underdog or with their back against the wall uh, or against a team that's uh, heavily favored. Uh, and and uh, you know the, the other side of that coin is I think they've always played worse when they're playing against a team that uh, uh, they should easily beat. So I'm I'm all for I'm all for anybody. I'm all for anybody at this point talking shit about the Saints. You know, current players, Roddy White. I, I don't care who whoever wants to come out and talk shit about the Saints at this point forward. I think is only going to be good for the Saints. Yeah. All right. So listen. First of all, hell, when, actually, look, when, we should we should do it on this podcast. Fuck you, Saints. You suck. You really suck. Oh, oh, we got. When, when is the last? First of all, the Saints aren't going to get the one C because when is the last time? We've been counting on someone else to do our dirty work for us. We've been counting on someone else to do us the solid, and it's worked out in our favor. I mean, never that counting never on happens. Mitchell Trubisky to get the Saints the one seed, that's like yeah, counting on me to pronounce you your name right. Are you watching the Packers tonight? They're not going to lose to the Bears. Forget it. In okay. fact, they're going to string us along and make us think yeah. that they're going to lose to the Bears just long enough to rip our guts out yes. in the fourth quarter. So that's not happening. You can take that shit to the bank. By Secondly, the way, this, this snow in Lambeau is the exact reason why the Saints really need to fucking go for that first seed because, uh, you know, cr- crowd noise and whatever aside, uh, I, I really don't want to see the Saints have to play in the fucking snow. Well, yeah. se- se- second of all, Kevin, you're muted. So everything that you're saying, we can't even hear. And, and third of all, uh, Dave is absolutely right. I, I actually think when you look at this as a whole it's going to be one of those things where it's going to swing one of two ways either the saints are miraculously going to get home field advantage and the media narrative is going to be oh well it doesn't matter because the superdome is going to be empty anyway or they'll just go back to the lazy saints can't win on the road if they have to go on the road the Saints. Well, the funny, the funny thing is, is the Saints are a better team. The last what two years, Saints are a better team on the road than they, they are, are a home. better team on the road. No, that, nobody, nobody cares about your facts, Dave. Yeah. That, that, that whole they, dome, you know, dome field advantage narrative that was, that was, that was statistically true, you know, five, six, seven years ago or whatever. Yeah. That's that's out the window now. They haven't been dominant in the. They were. They they haven't been as dominant as they were in the dome from. 2010 through 2013 you take you, you take out 2012 cuz of bounty gate i think they won they went they went 2011 and 2013 undefeated at home under Sean Payton. I mean, that that was when they just wrecked teams at home and, and as a gambler you didn't care what the line was you're like i'm betting the saints um but i will say this about the saints on the road and this is my this is a theory that i have is they're built 
like a cold weather team. They play defense. They run the ball. Drew Brees will complete 25 or 28 passes, and he won't throw the ball more than four feet in any direction. Um, they can run the ball. But they can. But here's I think at home, Sean Payton gets a little cute and thinks, oh, we're in the dome. I can throw the ball around. Where when he goes on the road, like against Chicago or other teams, he's like, okay, we're on the road. Don't turn it over. Run the ball. Play good defense. And they, and they do the things that they really well at, except for the Philadelphia game. Um, but here's something I never thought that I was going to have to play, Andrew. Uh, we played, we've been playing this ever since the Saints got Kawan Alexander. But as Kevin would say in wrestling parlance, oh my God, that's it, Alex Anzalone's music. Kawan Alexander blew out his Achilles, and Alex Anzalone is back. <laughs> He's back. Alex Anzalone is back, Andrew. And I know it seems like a thousand years ago, but wasn't he the sole person responsible for every time the Saints got roasted on play action passes? Or is that just my memory failing me? Uh, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. It's not entirely inaccurate. <laughs> I mean, how do we feel? How do we, how do you hear the tape? If you're asking me, am I concerned? Yes, I am concerned. Uh, I, I, I think the defense, you know, however you want to put it, like the defense has diminished 5%. That's what we talked about, right? Quan Alexander gave the Saints a little bit of extra juice that made them go from good to very good. And now they're just back to good. And you can exploit them. And depending on how Anzalone's doing that day with the misdirection, with the play action, with the cutting against the grain, with the gap discipline, he's the weak link. Uh, and so... Depending on your opponent, depending on your matchup, teams can exploit it. That's what they're going to go after. It's a concern. I mean, what what's a bigger what's a bigger concern, Dave, to you? Kawan Alexander being out or Marcus Williams not being at full strength because he's got the ankle issue? Mm, probably Kwan Alexander being out. Yeah, I would say. I mean, secondary's got some depth to it. I don't think Marcus Williams is, you know, I just, I just go back to, you know, the second the Saints signed Quan Alexander and the second they brought him in here and he started playing, you know, he didn't play the first week he was here. He played the second week he was here. And, you know, Andrew noted, and I, I would say it's absolutely true, this defense kind of turned a corner. And uh, now that he's not here, I am concerned that they're going to turn back around and go back around that corner where they came from, uh, which is an issue. I don't think Marcus Williams is a player that, uh, you know, is going to make that much of a difference, that it's going to change, completely change a defense. I don't know, though. I feel like Marcus Williams, we give him so much crap, but he's like one of those pillars of guys, like when he plays well, it really, really elevates them and, and keeps them from giving up horrible chunk plays and that sort of thing. I, th- I feel like we don't appreciate – Marcus Williams good. We only focus on his terrible Andrew. That's my that's my that's my Marcus Williams theory. Isn't that kind of every Saints DB ever? <laughs> Except for Sammy Knight. Except honest. for Sammy Knight. Who was True. who was True. it in who was it in the Vikings game? Was it Janoris Jenkins yeah. who looked exactly like Marcus Williams? He went in, he put his head down, he just threw his body at him and the guy on Minnesota 
just went right around him and it was a missed tackle and i i fucking i had pts fucking d watching that happen again i was like you gotta be kidding i can't believe that we are still fucking making these tackles against the vikings like we haven't learned our lesson who was yeah, that jenkins was that janoris jenkins it was jenkins Do you remember that tackle janoris jenkins yeah. yeah yeah yep i think any saints fan it was remember remembers that it was it was an innocuous play. It was an, an uneventful play in the grand yeah. scheme of things. But I think we all, I think the fact that you all remember that exact play is uh, testament to the fact that it was it was like it was totally wild that it was uh, it looked just like the Marcus Williams miss, miss tackle and it was terrible. I can't believe they still pulling that shit. Join Saints Happy Hour Fan Club today. We'll mail you the best swag. You'll get exclusive access to our daily Saints podcast, and you can talk football 24-7 with other Saints fans in our Discord channel. Go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. Ho, 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 fellas. Naughty or nice, tis the season to perform. You are in luck because Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate man's hygiene bundle and makes for the perfect gift. Imagine opening an attractive box that says your balls will thank you with the most sought-after gadgets and scents a person could find. Included in this new package is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, which is waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Look, guys, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Why not use the best tools for the job here? This bundle includes the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body. Tis the season to Manscaped. So get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Performance Package. Let's not forget their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Get the Performance Package now and receive their two free gifts, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. The Performance Package is the best value that Manscaped has to offer and is hot off the shelves. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped, for making our holes look sexy. Before we get to the mailbag, the questions, and we didn't do a hotline because the hotline, only like three people called in because it was on Christmas night and y'all were all drunk with family and didn't didn't take, didn't take care enough about the hotline to make enough calls to have a decent one. Um, before we get to questions and that sort of thing, we have a scandal brewing on this podcast, okay? I got a, I got a call into the hotline that <laughs> Andrew is doing horrible, nefarious gambling activities, i.e. gambling against the Saints. His bookie called the hotline angry because maybe, or maybe not, Andrew doesn't pay his bookie. I don't know what the hell's going on. But, Andrew, your bookie's calling in saying that you wager huge sums of money every single week against the Saints. I'm going to play it, and then you're going to fucking defend yourself. Uh, yeah, hello there. Uh, my name is Mark, and I am the person that Andrew Juge likes to place his NFL wagers through. And I just wanted to make you all aware, because I know he claims to be a Saints fan, but <laughs> Juge bets against the Saints almost every single week. I think maybe this season it has been every single week. So I know he claims to be a fan. Full disclosure to all the listeners out there. 
huge bets against the Saints every week. <laughs> you know, what's, what's funny is that I, when I listen to the Pardon My Take guys, they claim that, like, the Saints cover, like... Like ninety percent of well, the time, like the Saints I don't want, are incredible I don't, cover team. Juge. So I feel like Juge is probably losing a lot of money. Juge, <laughs> are you recklessly gambling against the Saints? Defend yourself. This is scandalous. You're I'm a Saints fan. I'm true blue. You need to appreciate it when we win all these division titles and blah blah blah. <laughs> if you don't like it, you don't enjoy it, it'll be do something else. You ran against that and Behind our backs, you're betting like six, seven units against the Saints every week. Defend yourself, Juge. First of all, it's not every week. What an asshole thing it's like for, when he him, makes his, for him it's to like, say. It's like when he makes his predictions on the podcast. He's doing it so like to put good juju on the so, Saints. So there is a little bit of... It's I, like I the Malbro like stink. It's like the Malbro stink in the sense that I like if, if the Saints are going to lose... I am happy with a small consolation that at least I get a <laughs> little money. cash out of it. And and I look at it this way, like, I would happily pay 50 bucks for the Saints to win a game. Like, if someone came up <laughs> to me and I was like, hey, we can throw this game for you. We can, like, I'm the ref and I can no call and, and, and you know, not throw a flag when you blow up one of their receivers uh, I I can make that happen for fifty, a hundred bucks. I would yeah. I would pay them on the spot. So I Tim Donahue. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, basically, that, but I guilt... want to say that is, that is grossly incorrect. I bet on the Saints against the Chiefs. By the way, I was correct and I won money. Uh, but I uh, you know I I that that is blatantly false. I have bet on the Saints numerous times this year. And that just happened to be one game. And I guess he had Mark. Mark has been uh, on. Uh, he's been buying Pappy Van Winkle late at night and then not remembering and then and then and then seeing these bills for thousands of dollars. <laughs> so I, I think he's making these phone calls uh, when he's blackout and he, he only has. Well, he must be doing if he's buying Pappy Van Winkle in the middle of the night, he must be doing extremely well. The bookmaking, the bookmaking industry in Charlottesville uh, is uh, not in recession. That's for sure. Yeah, well, he's winning a lot of money off me, clearly, because I keep betting against the Saints. So, so yeah, so dude, you're 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 a complete scumbag, and my I'm opinion of you couldn't be yeah, lower. No, that's fair. <laughs> um, the Saints, Dave, the wide receiver. It's hard to tell because Minnesota looked like they just didn't know what the fuck they were doing, but Emmanuel Sanders. Looking good. Troutman looking good. Even Jared Cook wasn't an abomination on Friday. How are we feeling about the Saints receivers? uh, Assuming Michael Thomas can come back in the playoffs and be 85 to 100%. How are we – because against the Chiefs, they looked pretty awful. How are we feeling about the Saints wide receivers uh, now and going forward? Yeah, I mean, you didn't mention that they've, you know, they've got little Jordan in their back pocket uh, at do, all yeah. times as like a secret weapon. Um, Stop it. <laughs> I mean, look, if if Michael Thomas comes back, I, I think that's a cure-all. I, I think they're in a lot better shape. 
you know, even if they don't necessarily use him, he's going to uh, he's going to attract a lot of attention. He's going to open up things for everybody else. But yeah, even when even when opposing defenses focus on him, he's still fucking he's still dominant. So <laughs> it's true. Uh, you know, I mean, there's nothing you can that do about accurate. Mike Thomas. Uh, I mean, so yeah, it, Michael Thomas coming back. Obviously, one can do nothing but help them, uh, and two, obviously, yes, would make a big, big world of difference. Uh, if he's not here, do I still think they can do it? Yeah, Drew Brees has been known for make to making uh, you know hobos look like uh, all pros. He does. Um, so I, I, it doesn't. No, it doesn't worry me too much. To be honest, <clears throat> it really doesn't. You know, uh, obviously, next week when we do the podcast, we'll have a we'll we'll, we'll know the playoff. Seating, we'll know who you know whether the Saints got to buy, whether they're two or three or whoever they're going to play. But I guess my question to each of you is who's the team you want to play, and who's the team that you're like, fuck, I just I, I like because we're all going to have the shakes. And look, the last three years have been horrible endings in the playoffs, so no matter who the Saints play, we're going to have the shakes, we're going to be drinking, we're going to be going crazy no matter what in playoffs. But who's the team, Kevin, that you're like? I would hope that they would play them. That would relax me a little bit. And who's the team where you're like, if they play them in the first round, you'll be like, no, God, this is going to age me in dog years. Um, Let's see. Let me make sure that my – yes, I am unmuted. Um, So assuming that they don't get the first round, bye. Yes. Um, I, I'm saying either the Bears – well – the Bears could still wind up the seventh seed and the Packers could still wind up the one seed. Yeah, right. I'm doing the math right. I'm doing the math right now. I'm doing it on the NFL playoff machine. Well, thing. yeah, I guess the Saints could be. Yeah, two so and so Bears I would say seven. the Bears You're saying the Bears carry you the least. Yeah. Like you would want to face them. Yeah. 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 Like I don't know, but yeah. I think like I don't know how they could. Is there a? I guess, I guess the Saints. I guess the Saints could lose to Carolina, and Green Bay could lose to the Bears, and then the Saints would play the Bears. Well, maybe. No, 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 no. Because here's because I'm looking at it right now. Um, let me see. If L.A. if the Bears beat Green Bay, hang on, I'm doing it right now. If even if Green Bay wins, because I'm doing it right now. Even if even if Green Bay wins. Wait, are you are you are you doing it right now? <laughs> yeah, if the Bears if the Bears lose but the Rams lose or, or sorry, if the Bears lose but the Cards lose also, then the Bears are in. Oh. Correct. Yeah. So so if the Packers were to win and the Saints let's say win and they're number 2, they would face the Bears if the, if the Bears lose. Um, are you but, are you Andrew, are you doing it right now? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I just, I just know from memory. So you would so. want the Bears, is what you're saying, Kevin? That's the team you want, right? Assuming they don't get the number one seed. Okay, but Andrew, well, Andrew wasn't doing it right now. Kevin was doing, it, doing right it right now. He was doing so, it right now. So Dave, I, I'll I go to you. Kevin. Who's the team? I, I Who's the team? I, I, I would pick the Bears. The Bears scare me the least. Uh, I, I, I mean, we're not going to play Tampa in the first round, but I would happily play Tampa again. Ooh, I don't know. Own them. I they don't scare me. I just think it's a good matchup, and I I would happily play the Bucks again. Uh, I would have said the Rams scare me the most, 
But now that Jared Goff is maybe out, I, I would happily play them too. Uh, you know, the team that probably is a little sneaky, scary is is the Cards. Uh, no. Yes. Murray... Yes. No. I I I know I know the tape watchers and Nick Underhill and all them. They're like, oh, the Cardinals, the Cardinals. I watched the Cardinals enough, and I watched them yesterday. Their defense is abominable. Kyler Murray, he's got. It's not as bad as 2002 Aaron Brooks, but it's close. Like something is wrong with his arm. And I think Sean Payton would coach rings around uh, Cliff Kingsbury and the Saints would romp them. That's my uh, that's my opinion. The team that I don't want to face would be if if it if it shook out, I guess it can't shake out this way. Are you uh, are you doing this right now? I'm doing it right now. The team that I'm glad they're not going to play is Seattle. And I know Seattle's offense it has looked terrible and their defense is getting better I just like Russell Wilson he's the kind of dude where like if he's on like Cam was in that playoff game in 2017 you're just terrified because he can just carry Seattle to a win so I'm I'm glad they're not playing Seattle um but the Bears would be my first choice but if they play Arizona I'm gonna be too I'm gonna be too confident I'm gonna have to drink and Get myself ramped down and watch uh, Kyler but Murray you, highlights from Oklahoma. You'd rather play the Rams without Goff than you'd rather play the Bears, right? Than Arizona. Ooh, that's a good. That's a good question. Would you rather play the Bears with Mitchell Trubisky or the Rams without Goff? I think the Rams defense. The Rams defense is number one, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the Bears. Bear, Bears one. Rams without Goff two. Hmm. Cardinals three, right? Uh, Dave, who who you who would you rather? Rams without golf or Trubisky? I think I would rather Trubisky. Who's their backup? Who's the backup in Los Angeles? Not Blake Bortles anymore. We don't even we don't even know. I thought it was Bortles, he's but it's like like a, right he's now. Like a, he's like no, a I don't a, think a, Bortles is quarterback. No, it's yeah, not I don't Bortles. think Bortles is with them anymore. No, they have some guy I've never heard of. He played it. I'm way doing it right now. Who is it, Kevin? John Wolford. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. He, they mentioned that. Yes. That He's sounds right, like yeah. the senator from like Montana. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That sounds. Hey, like you're talking. Could... You're talking to the uh, the. I don't know what the fuck he did. Uh, out of like, Wake Forest. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Like, but then again, like if the. If this what what's worse, the, the must, Saints losing to Trubisky like or Wofford, the, the the dude for the Rams, like that that'd be the most that'd be his, that'd be the most traumatic way for this great four year period he to end. Played for the Arizona Hotshots in 2019. Oh my god! Oh boy! Oh boy! Maybe, those? I, maybe I would rather play against him. I don't know. Is the Arizona Hotshots? Is that the lingerie league? <laughs> the fuck. Oh, that was in the Alliance of American Football. Oh yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, that was the one that, that was, that was the AAC. The Ram. This is right, from, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike from Booking the Territory says the Rams backup has never taken an NFL snap. Yes, that's good right. guy. Well, I he'll take Mike snaps Florio, this week because because golf. Um, Mike Florio mentioned that at halftime uh, Sunday Night Football. Um, I've got okay. This we, we didn't discuss this. Uh, 
So I've got a question for you guys. Yes. Before the Saints game, Drew Brees was, I think, six touchdowns behind Brady uh, in the all-time in the all-time career passing touchdowns. Brady came out yesterday, looked great. Threw, I, I think Andrew's right. I think he threw three touchdowns, so he's now nine touchdowns ahead Oof. of Drew. Uh, obviously, he's going to finish this season ahead of Drew. Does this make Drew come back? Sh- does this in any way, shape, or form mo- motivate Drew and mean that Drew comes back? I think season? I would say, Dave, if Drew hadn't gotten hurt a second year in a row and cracked every rib in his body, he would totally seriously consider coming back. But because okay, but, he got but injured if he again, had, if he he's done. If he hadn't got injured, he wouldn't be behind Brady. He would be ahead of Brady currently. Yeah. So if he hadn't gotten injured, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a, a question regardless. So I think every athlete hits this point in their career in their lifetime where their their body tells them it's time to hang it up, and I, I think that it, yeah. Breeze has hit that moment, and he's got to finish out the season for obvious reasons. But I don't think he's coming back under any circumstance. Yeah, I don't. I don't think how. I mean, obviously he wants to finish on top. So if he wins a Super Bowl, that would be great. But I really don't think there is any scenario yeah. under which Drew Breeze would come back next season. No, there is not. It's a shame. It's shame the Saints couldn't. That's just my opinion. That's just my. Opinion. He's under. Con- he's under contract. It's his decision. It, it is, is his decision. It is. It is. Yeah. But I'm just telling you what I think. Uh, and that's 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 based on. He was so close to retiring last year. It was almost a done deal. He kind of changed his mind at the last second. Because of okay, now now this is okay. You mentioned this. Why did why did he change his mind? He changed his mind because of the Brady thing. Because Brady came back. That was a big factor in his return. Yeah, I just I, I don't touchdown. I don't I I I think you put too much weight on how much he cares about the no, numbers. That was, I don't no, think Brady like ca- that. Dude, Drew cares about them records. Like, let's be, public, let's be real. Was, he he knows them all. He out. cares about all of them. So no, I, I, I thought something came out that said once Brady decided he was coming to, to Tampa Bay, that that was like uh, that was a big reason why yeah. Drew came back. I just, I just think is, I think, Kevin, you can jump in. I just, just think Andrew's right. Like, like, Breeze has reached that moment where, you know, all quarterbacks reach it. Favre, Mont. You know, the, the great comparison I think to Drew to Drew's career is Joe Montana, where Joe Montana went to Kansas City and he was really, really good for two years in Kansas City, but like his body was breaking down and he couldn't. He started like twelve games and and I think like thirteen or fourteen. Like he was missing games and his body was just like, just like, dude, Joe, it's time to go. And that's what I think Drew is like. His body's just like. The question is like, can he? Can the Saints squeeze five more weeks out of him um, to get to 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 end on top? You know. Yeah, like, look the the passing touchdown record. Yeah, he's not going to catch it. Um, he currently leads in the passing yards record by a little over thirteen hundred yards. So in the event he retires at the end of this season, he'll lose that record. Brady will pass him the following year because Brady will. I, I, Brady's going to stick around because he can because he drinks his fucking TB12 water or whatever the fuck. And 
and then we're going to have to sit back and watch the national media uh, fillet him and ignore that, you know, ignore that he passed Drew Brees in the first place. Well, he's a year older than Drew. I mean, so that's that's what frustrates me is that, like, you know, technically Drew should be playing whenever Brady whenever Brady hangs it up. Technically, Drew should be able to go a year beyond that because Drew is a year younger. Uh, so it's frustrating to me to see if 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 Brady gives it up after this year and Brady plays another year, you know, that's that's two years. That's two extra years that Brady has played in the NFL that Breeze hasn't. And that that annoys me. That pisses me off. Well, I mean, Brady's Brady's 100% playing next year. And, you know, for all the crap that people give, we hate Arians, we don't think he's a good coach or whatever, and he's fighting with Tom Brady. Like, Brady just set the fucking Tampa Bay touchdown record in a, for touchdowns in a season. Well, and they're also, they're also uh, what the fuck are they? They're uh... – 10 and 6. No, they're 10 and 5 right now. So, you know, like, yeah, the, the, the coach and the quarterback can fucking argue all the lit long day if you're 10 and 5. And <laughs> shit, even if, they, even if they lose, even if they somehow lost to the Falcons, they'd still be 10 and 6 and they'd still make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I think I think Brady's going to look at this as he's got a lot of weapons that can prop him up in Tampa. Yeah. And, and if Breeze retires uh, and, you know, with the Saints with their cap issues, the Saints might be a little bit on the downswing, and you know the NFC South might be there for the yeah. taking. So I think you'll look, look at it that way. I did not realize that the the the, the Lions coaching staff—they all got the Rona, or they were in contact with people who had the Rona. They had their minority hire intern running their defense Saturday. Like, that's how many assistants they were fucking missing. Not that it would have mattered, because Detroit, they looked about as interested, uh, they looked about as interested in that game as, like, as me, um, giving a shit about, uh, watching, watching what I eat during the holidays. So, um... You and me both, buddy. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm drinking a iced coffee blonde from Blue Moon. It is surprisingly not awful. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. I'm drinking the purple, the swamp water. From Nikolai. Yeah. Thanks, I, I Nick. You gave my wife more of the, the beer she likes. It's amazing. We appreciate it. Um, Tears of the Falcon? Tear, yeah, it's great. He had a little bit of it left. Um, so uh, There were bef- some Falcons tears today. <laughs> my, my God, man. The Falcons, that, that, they should thank that kicker because that kicker – he miss he if he makes that kick and Atlanta wins in overtime, they they would have dropped ten spots in the draft. Now they could pick as high as third because he missed that field goal. 
Uh, have you guys seen that Dr. Pepper commercial? It, like right before that kick, they're like, he hasn't missed 27 kicks in a row. <laughs> it was the most Dr. Pepper moment. I mean, it was perfect. It was, it was so Falcons. F- that's Falcons. That's that was peak. Yeah. No, well, not peak Falcons because that's since blowing a 25 point lead, but it was close. Yeah. Um. All right. So we got to get. We didn't do the hotline because it was crummy and you people didn't call and it's not worth doing. But we do have a ton of questions, and when it's question time, that means it's time for this. copyright free on the YouTubes. Alright, so we got questions. Uh, Skooks asked, why couldn't y'all wait till Monday? Hey, Skooks, we gotta get it out to the people because they got a holiday week. They want the podcast. We, we get it out. If we get it out a day early, we get more downloads. We get more Manscaped ads run. We get like an extra 25 cents. So that's why. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, this is a dark question. Why, Dave, why is it the universe hates the Saints? I don't understand. What, is, what does this mean? Why? Where is this coming from? Nah, I don't know. It's, I getting, mean, it's getting close to playoff we're time. Bra- Man, we're lots of people. We, got, we're, we, are, we are a damaged fan base when it comes to the playoffs. There's no way around it. Yeah, well, Andrew. Okay, so Andrew... Andrew kind of makes my point for me. He says, have you been watching the playoffs the last four years? They're in the playoffs, okay? How bad could it be? They are not the Browns. At least the Saints have made the playoffs. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I don't understand the, the Browns may blow their playoff appearance, by the yeah. way. That they're not in yet because no. they lost to the Jets. I know, I know that. I know they're going to have – they're going to be a 10-6 and six team in the AFC not get in. There might be an 11-5 and five team not get in. I can't, I can't imagine that, – that would be the most Browns thing ever. To go eleven and five and not make the playoffs. I don't know if it's that possible. Would be quite brownsy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Kevin, this is from Dale, Dale, Dale. Which one of you guys is going to play on the team versus the Panthers next week? Is our bye week, motherfucker. That's from Dale, Dale, Dale. So I guess, like, <laughs> if you had to play a position so. non-kicker, what position would you want to play so as you wouldn't die? So when you say non-kicker punter is not an option. Not, no, you can't be kicker or punter, but you gotta long play snapper. a position for the Saints. What position? Yeah, what would about you want? Long, snapper. long snapper? Done. Holder. That's no. right. That's right. No. I think you want to play corner. Backup quarterback. You play, I play. I could play corner. You just let him run. I could just be like Jason David. Just let him run by me and do nothing. You know, would be a good folding chair. Yeah, you yeah, would be a good Jason like, David. <laughs> I think, as, I think as, I long, could be, as long as the check clears. As I could, Ra- I could, Ralph is the orange cone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this. Uh, I don't know. Do you do you really think Kevin could be any worse than Anzalone at linebacker? <laughs> Kevin, stay home for the play fake. That's all we're asking. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, this is from Mitch. That was a joke, by the way. If Anzalone's ever listening to this, that was a joke. I'm not suggesting he's a this is This is a good one from Mitch. If the Bears beat the Packers next week, will the four of you uh, do a video of an entire podcast in costume reenacting every Saturday Night Live superfan skit? 
Um, if you, what happens? What has if, to happen for the that? Bears, if the Bears beat the Packers and the Saints get home field, will we do oh, a reenactment of the Superfans? I won't sure. do a reenactment of the Superfans, Mitch, but what I will do is I will go th- I will go four entire days where I won't make fun of Ryan Pace for having 900 tight ends on the roster. How about that? Is that fair? Um, what? Let me see. Let's see what other questions we have. So wait, what, did, what position is Dave going to play? <laughs> Dave, yeah, what position are you going to play, Dave? I said long snapper. Oh, yeah, <laughs> long snapper. Right. Uh, should we put him at left guard? He can't be any worse than Andrew Speed, right? You can get, we could, you could put David, you could put David on, on the, on the special teams for the wedge. We could hop him up on sugar and he could become, he could be like a banshee because <laughs> special teams, you only have to do it once, like five seconds. I want to uh, be, uh, I want to, I want to be in the coaching staff. I want to be the guy that watches everybody come out of the shower looking for the next great, uh, <laughs> quarterback. Looking at them nude and deciding who belongs yeah. on special mm-hmm. teams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Unbelievable. That's um, a Mike Mike West West Hall joke, right? Uh, yeah, Mike West, West Mike uh, Mike West, West Hall. Yeah. Um, oh, don't make me beg now. Um, this is from Chris. This is a good question, and any of you can jump in and answer it. What is the worst Saints-related gift you've received for a Christmas present? Gift. I'm assuming this has something to do with the Andres Pete, with the kid getting yeah, the Andres Pete. Yeah, Andres Pete, he wanted the, that kid, he said he wanted he, the Andres Pete jersey. He asked jersey. for it. He asked right. for it. He wanted the Pete jersey. What's wrong with that guy? Um, uh, Who hurt him? <laughs> I, I got a pretty bad gift. I When I was a kid, I disliked Bobby Bear because I blamed him for the playoff losses. And when the Saints, when he left to go to the Falcons, my mom, she tried to find me a Wade Wilson jersey, but she couldn't find it because why would you put Wade Wilson jerseys on the rack? No one wants that shit. So she had a custom T-shirt made that said Wilson on the back with his number. That was a pretty bad Saints gift. Um, I'm pretty confident that T-Bob Bear. He won't come on the show, and I, I have a strong feeling it's because Ralph insults his dad pretty frequently. I mean, I listen, man. Bobby Bear wasn't that good of an NFL quarterback. What do you want me to say? Like, he was an interception machine, and he and he alone is responsible for them losing to the Falcons in 1991. Don't let anybody fucking tell you different. The pick in the end zone when they're up 10 nothing to Dion was a fucking horrible decision. I stand by that 100%. <laughs> But T-Bob, come on the show if you listen. We love you. <laughs> um, so, uh, that's all the questions. Uh, that's all the questions we got for today. Um, right, so, can, we, can the... we talk about Armstead and Ramchek? My God, how good yeah. I mean, well, well, that's the thing. Like, Armstead's blocking people into the stand. Ramchek's blocking people into the stand. Hell, Ruiz was crushing people. But how how legitimate Ramchek, is it, Andrew? Well, you watch the tape all the time. I mean, how legitimate is it when, when, when Minnesota is playing, like, dudes they signed off of uh, out of the AFL? And, you know? Yeah. I mean, you still got to do it. So it, it's encouraging that we can play lower competition and skull drag them. Right. You at least got to do that, and they did it. So 
And yeah. uh, look, Breeze, I, I think the biggest takeaway from that game is that Breeze uh, was not sacked and he was hit once. Yeah. So, you know, when you have messed up ribs and you're trying yeah. to get healthy, that's the best way uh, to continue to heal is by taking one hit and no sacks. Well, the Saints go to the Carolina Panthers. And as of we'll now, play the, this... play the breaking news siren. Oh, what do we got here? The Saints game has been moved to 325. Yes! That is <laughs> that is super clutch for me because wait, my family, we so are wait, going are on Packers, a are camping trip, team? and I was thinking I was going to have to watch the first half in my car, on my phone, but instead it's moved to 3 o'clock. That is super clutch for Marlboro. Yes! <laughs> I'm glad I could make your deck. You made my that night. Literally, that literally came in on the phone uh, while we were taking made, questions. Made my night. But speaking of the Saints, Does Panthers. It, are, wait, do the Packers play at, at noon? Uh, that's my next question. Do, do we know if we're playing for the top seed? I don't know. Let's look right now. I'll look right now. There's a whole bunch of late games. I mean, like, there are a lot of late games. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. I'll, I'll take a look at it offline. So, Go ahead. But Ralph. speaking of the Panthers, Panthers won today. They beat the Redskins, although the Redskins, they had to start. They couldn't start Alex Smith. They yes. Had to start. All of those. All of the key games are at 325. The Bears-Packers game is at 325. <sighs> the Seahawks-Niners game is at 325. They're all at the same time. Okay. That's why we got moved to 325. Yeah. Oh, because they don't want – I mean, like what? They don't want people watching scoreboards well, or – Yeah, well, they don't want they don't want the Saints to know, hey, the Packers won. We can't be the number one seed. Uh, so we're going to – we're going to – we're going to – hey, Jameis, you're going to play. Like they want – they want it all to happen at the same time. They want the Saints to think, well, we can still get the number one seed. We got to – we got to try at least to – to, to play it out right yeah yeah this the, yeah th this this from the brain trust that can't hire enough competent nfl referees and is going to add a <laughs> 17th fucking game next season oh I forget, shit fellas i forgot about that i forgot at about least that. the cap number will go up loomis math so the saints um according to vegas right now they are a six and a half point favorite the panthers they're going to be a giant pain in the ass, I think. And I'll go first with my prediction. I think the Saints are going to win this game. But Carolina, they got the new coach. They, 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 so they're, you know, they aren't going to be like the Jets or these other teams that they know the coach is fired. They're not going to give a shit. They're just going to be like, I don't want to get hurt. I'm just going to not play hard. I think Carolina is going to play really, really hard in this game, at least for a while. Maybe the Saints can get ahead of them and they'll quit and they'll give up. But I think Carolina is going to play really, really hard in this game. And this game is going to be a giant pain in the ass. And the Saints are going to win 30-23. to 23 And um, my... Uh, they won't even bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. My star of the day is going to be none other than... Anzalone is going to seal it with a pick, and he is going to start a four-game stretch where he gets 
a ridiculously stupid free agent contract from somebody because he's no. going to be spectacular the next four weeks. Mm, you done oh. lost your mind. Yo, let me go next. My phone's about to die. Go. New Orleans 28, Carolina 24. Yeah, we can't see that. We at all. can't see that. You're yeah. doing a terrible job. Are you, are you looking at your camera. screen? All right. Look so, at your screen. Look at your screen to see what your screen is. Uh, we can see you what go. you see. There you go. Oh, my gosh. All right. 28 to 24. All right. 24. So, right. so, Kevin, who's your star of the day? Looks like a star of the day for the Saints. Who's your star? Uh, Mark, Marquez. Marquez Callaway. Ooh, that's a good choice. I like that. I like that. All right, Dave, you get us are, up. You guys are – oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Dave, go ahead. Give us your prediction and Kevin, your star. Kevin stole my star of the day because I'm picking whoever's returning punts and kicks. Punch, and yeah. it looks like that's <laughs> likely to be Marquez Calloway uh, next week possibly. Um, uh, so well, I'll go backward and I'll say that's my star of the day. Um, yeah, you know, it's a division game. Panthers uh, – you know, it's not going to be easy. They, they're, I'm sure they would love to play spoiler. I'm sure they would love to ruin our... Spoiler. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they would love to ruin our chance at potentially getting that first seed. You um, know, Ted, Teddy would love to beat the mm-hmm. Saints, too. Oh, absolutely. But, um, but you know, I just from a from a talent standpoint, I, you know, I think the Saints are on a different level as the Panthers, and I think we are a more talented team. And if uh, if we come out and play the way we're supposed to play, it, it really shouldn't be close. Um, you know, whether we do that or not, I don't know, but I'm going to assume they do. So I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say Saints. I'm going to say Saints 42. Yeah, I'm going to say they put up a. Good bit of points. I'm going to say Saints 42 and uh, Panthers 17. Interesting. Andrew, who you got? By the way, it'll be interesting to see. The the Saints, Carolina played zone against Breeze last time, and he tore them a new one. So I'll be interested to see if they change it up. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, Nick, you're, uh, thank you for stealing my thunder. He just typed this in the chat. And uh, shout, shout out to Mike Mills also for his info on the times of the games. But uh, yeah, Nick, uh, I agree with you. Uh, the Saints are playing for the first ever Division NFC South sweep, sweep yeah. winning all six games. Yep. And I, I think uh, the Saints are going to do that. I think they're going to get up 14 nothing early, and Carolina's not going to be interested in tackling after that. And I think the Saints are going to cruise to victory. They'll go up probably 24 nothing at halftime uh, and then throttle it down in the second half. Saints win 31-7, to uh, and they'll be on cruise control winning easily. My player of the game is Jared Cook, who oh has three yards receiving and two touchdowns. Wow. He had that ridiculous catch against Carolina last year in the season finale. He always does well in Carolina. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, that's why I'm picking that. It's accurate. Um, so, so we'll see. I mean, the thing is, it can't – the Saints can't lose the number one seed – in a more heartbreaking fashion than they did last year where Seattle was literally a yard fucking short and they didn't get it. So, like, it can't pee any worse than last year. So my uh, attitude is they can't hurt It me. could be worse. It can't, No, it can't be. It can't be any worse than Every that. Every year in the playoffs we say it can't get worse. It can't be. It can't be. I mean, it can't be worse, Andrew. I mean, the Saints, I guess, could – Blow the game against Carolina, but how is that worse than the, the than Seattle having first and goal from the one and not getting it in? Like, I mean, I, I'm going to tell you what it's going to be. The Saints are going to win. We're going to get real excited because the Bears are going to jump up like 17 to three, and it's just going to get our hopes up. And Aaron Rodgers is just going to rip our guts out at the end. That's how that's going to go. Like. You know, yeah. um, uh, it's coming. Yeah, it's com- it's coming. Like like we are gonna get irrationally excited because the Bears are gonna come out and play great, and Aaron Rodgers is gonna rip their guts out because that's. Let what me they're... let me tell you something real quick about Aaron Rodgers. He he's playing out of his mind this year. He's playing really well. And the elephant in the room here is that everyone's kind of saying, "Hey, what's the team we don't want to face? What's the team we do want to face? The Packers are the team to beat in the NFC for a reason, and that's because they've been taking care of business when the Saints weren't." And they took care of business when they faced the Saints. So uh, make no mistake, the Packers are going to be the toughest team to beat. They scare me the most, rightfully so, and that's going to be the toughest matchup. I wonder um, how does it? I wonder how it shakes out. Like, um, if the Packers like could they fall? Could they fall all the way to three if they would? if they would lose to the bears, but it's going to be, it's going to be a great, it's going to be a great, great Sunday next week because it's, it's fun. I mean, I know we, we, we wanted to say, Hey, the saints, it would have been cool if they got a week of rest, but you know what? The, the selfish part of me, Dave is like, we only get 16 of these a year, these games with the saints. And, uh, they're only going to be so good for so long. So I know there's a risk that people could get hurt, but it is really cool that we have all these possibilities next Sunday with the Saints for home field and seating and all. And it'll be it is it is cool that they aren't going to 
treat it as a preseason game. So we get 16 full games this year, which is cool. So I'm excited. I mean, I'm exci- I'm excited about that. Uh, are you excited about that, or would you have rather them just uh, rest people? No, no. This is this, yeah. We you know, we we pay for a full season. Let's get a full season. And uh, it's I'm, I'm it's I'm happy that they're. <laughs> You know that they're in the position they're in, and yeah. it's exciting to be a Saints fan. I'm glad I'm not uh, a fan of some other shitty team. <laughs> you know, like the Falcons. Speaking of paying, you should become a patron. Ten dollars a month, you get your booze bundle. You get access to this podcast every freaking day. It's the perfect time to sign up. Sign up for this week. You get us this week for playoffs. You get Andrew's grade. You get a podcast every freaking day. Uh, we deliver we deliver more content than everybody. When everybody else was like, oh, well, we'll get you next week. Dude, we delivered a podcast to our patrons on Christmas fucking night. That's the difference between us and everybody else. Just That's saying. right. My wife was really happy about that. Yeah. My wife. So that's the hallelujah music. So thanks for joining us, everybody. We appreciate you. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll see you this week. For Kevin, for Andrew, for Dave. Until next week, the bar is closed.